Hey everybody, welcome to the 1947 Operators Podcast. In order to increase the rate of technology innovation in India, we need to increase the number of operator angels in India. Hence, we are launching the 1947 Operators. 1947 Operators is a podcast that unpacks the investing journey of the best operator angels in India. We will be covering areas like what drove them into angel investing, what's their investing process like, how do they source deals, pick deals and when deals, how do they evaluate founders and the market size, what value do they bring to the cap table. We're hoping the 1947 Operators podcast will help more operators start their angel investing journey. As a result, we will see an increase in the number of operator angels in the startup ecosystem. Awesome. I'm excited to have Nathan Kamat of 1947 Operators. Nathan is the founder of Zeroda. Nathan, welcome to the show. Hey, uh, thanks, Joe. Thanks, thanks for having me on this. We'll dive right into it. What got you into angel investing? What was your first investment? Yeah, no, see, the thing is uh, around 2004, five is when I started business, you know, in a sense. I used to trade the markets before that, but 2005 is when I quit my job and I said shop. And, you know, very soon I kind of realized that, you know, in, in, in today's world, if you're not a technologist, uh, you know, you need to be around one. You know, it's almost like that X-Men movie, you know, like where if you're not an X-Men, you need to be around, you need to be friends with one, you know. So, <laughs> uh, right. So I started, you know, when I started making a little money, some, some portion of it, I started allocating saying, you know what, I need to invest. The only objective was to be around good technologists, as in there was no other you know, I, I'm investing for a return. You know, it was just to be around, you know, good people because I had no tech background and I knew that whatever I want to do in the future, there'll be technology involved in some way. Uh, so, I mean, I did small, like one lakh, two lakh rupee kind of, you know, investments wherever I could. I mean, none of them worked out. I mean, I, I think, all, all, I mean, I lost money on all of them, but I mm-hmm. met a lot of good people. Uh, around 2012 is when... Uh, you know, uh, a startup, uh, you know, they were just diagonally opposite to our office, you know, that's where they were working from. Uh, and they dropped by to the office and they were trying to build a, a robo-advisory kind of a platform for India. It was kind of ahead of its time. Yeah. Uh, but me and them hit off, you know, sensible. Uh, uh, so Abed and Kailash, I met there. Uh, wow. And, and uh, me and Kailash really you know, kind of, you know, liked each other and all of that. And, uh, uh, and Kailash joined us. I mean, I didn't invest in Sensible because, uh, you know, we went and spoke to the, uh, you know, uh, exchanges back then and we realized that, you know, we will not get approval for this. Mm-hmm. Uh, so so we dropped the idea of Sensible, but Kailash, and Kailash joined us and, you know, he became a CTO at Zeroda. So I think the, the most, uh, the biggest tipping point in my life has has been him joining us because without without him, I, I can't imagine what Zeroda would be. You know? so, yeah. uh, so, uh, so, yeah, so that was, like I said, there was no investment in terms of money, but uh, the biggest return on investment in my life was, you know, was that interaction and that dealing with that startup. Uh, but officially, we started investing in 2015 mm-hmm. uh, into startups. Uh, so what happened was, um, 
when we built our web and mobile app it was called kite uh, so what k and the tech team did was you know we first built out this suite of apis we called it kite connect apis and it allowed for startups to kind of anyone to build a trading platform on top of that yeah. now th- you know like how neo banking etc right as in bank gives out apis today and then you know you have these neo banks building on top of it so we had those apis back in 2015 16 we probably were one of the first in the world to actually put out apis that allowed for startups to build on top of it mm-hmm. now when startup came to us and they um you know they came to us with an idea we kind of realized that they also needed capital right and uh, uh, and this was a time when fintech wasn't hot you know like, yeah. i mean especially investment tech was definitely hot and uh, so we started right you know writing checks for between 2 to 5 crores uh, into these startups taking like a minority you know like between 10 to 20% in the uh, stake in the business mm-hmm. uh, there the first one was really small case um you know uh, which we officially invested small company in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, small company and yeah. so i mean they had an idea but they didn't know how to execute uh and and the other thing in the business of money is you know credibility takes a lot of time to earn right as in people don't trust you with uh, their hard and savings and funds you know very easily like you know you won't trust a bank in 2 3 years you know it takes a long time before you start trusting a bank uh, same way with you know uh, investing platforms you know you you will probably transact on a on a random platform if it's you know you're purchasing something because in your mind you're thinking it's a transaction for shorter term but as soon as you get on an investing platform you're thinking about life savings right as in you, your horizons become like long term and then you suddenly question will the platform exist for the founders i mean you never question in your head you know if you're trying to buy say dog food or dog food dot in right you, you're not you don't care about who's the founder will this platform survive or not right as in but but as soon as investing uh, you know this is all about investing that comes through and it took a long time for us you know like took 2 3 years to get to our first 10000 customers and but for every startup that we partnered i think we were giving them 10000 customer in a month's time right mm-hmm. because what we did you know which was more valuable was more than the money or the apis was we showcase these products to our customers saying that you know this is a partner of ours uh, you know we trust this product why don't you give it a shot and see how we like it or not Mm-hmm. which is which is a big difference between how neo banks and banking partnership works today because a bank partners with neo bank because you know with an expectation of bringing business uh, to the main bank so a bank will never give their customers to the neo bank but with us we gave all our customers to all the startups we partnered so so the uh, i mean we call the initiative as rain matter uh, and uh, and the idea of uh, rain matter was to expand the capital market ecosystem it wasn't again done with an idea that you know i need to make return on investment and all of that you know i mean it was It was really that we were becoming becoming a big fish in a small pond, and we said, you know, Indian capital markets have to grow, and yeah. if we can support startups, uh, you know, you know, potentially, you know, we can help the markets grow. And uh, we didn't want to do everything ourselves. You know, that's a call we took very early in life. You know, we said this is our core competency, which is you know, core broking and you know. building education and etc. But whatever were adjacencies, we said you no, know, we'll partner and collaborate and. Uh, and do it with others and uh, so yeah so that's that's really how rain matter started uh, and this whole startup investing like you know which is sizable right as in you know it isn't 1 2 3 lakh rupees anymore you know it was it was uh, and by then the business was making money so this wasn't like you know there's not we have not invested we haven't ever taken anyone else's money so all of this is really what is generated out of business and uh, if you speak to any of the startups that we've invested we have never gone to them 
and ask them roi in terms of you know can you make me a return on my investment and give me an exit and all of that i mean for us it's it's just been impact and uh, uh, so yeah so uh, 2015 i would say is officially when you know startup investing started you know so yeah no i think uh, we are rain matter you're truly nurturing uh, the the fintech ecosystem uh, you know in india and in fact uh, disclaimer here i'm an investor in uh, in wealth uh and uh ano uh, my bad went uh, went wealth is the one ajinkya <laughs> all he has is uh, great things to uh, talk about uh, rain matter and you and the team um nitin you know when we are interacting with founders initially just an idea uh, and going after you know a massive market but you know and we get to spend maybe few hours over calls or in person how do you really evaluate the founders because it's mostly about the founders are there any specific questions that you ask and that kind of gives you uh, you know idea of 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 that founder i think you know like when i think about angel investors see thing is we have a you know like my younger brother manages the public market portfolio right as in so we do have a large exposure to listed companies uh, like a very large exposure and uh, there we are completely cold and brutal you know there is no emotions in any of the investment right i mean you you are getting in with the idea to get out uh, yeah. so all uh, um, all, all the in, uh, you know investments there are done with, with an objective almost to exit you know so it, it's the objective is not and i want to be in it to create impact and all of that right so now all the uh, private investments there are two things that we followed one is uh, its core competency right so so when it is core competency which is you know with stock markets investing trading and you know uh, savings and all of that i mean this is really what i've done for 20 years so it doesn't take a long time to kind of figure if this guy is talking sense or not right uh, uh i think i think uh, that's very key when you are kind of angel investing i think is to is kind of invest in stuff that you understand right because it's uh you understand you appreciate you love and then because you know that whole investing experience also becomes fun and you know and rewarding as well right as in i, I you know just randomly picking up companies which you don't understand and investing isn't i mean a professional can do it and you know, a vc can do it but Uh, i don't know if that is something angel should ideally be doing you know so uh, so that's how we think about it as in when we are investing uh, we've invested uh, you know just just based on what the founder is saying you know and it, it you know it's a, it's kind of a gut feel right as in you know if you've done the same thing over and over again like you're saying you know you play tennis you know you know how you're going to react you know uh, you can see an opponent in, in in two minutes and figure out how good he is right as in so uh, so stuff like that uh, you know works and you know and, and yeah. it, it's it's you know it doesn't happen overnight but it it takes a long time uh, but outside uh, savings investing finance i mean we've, we've invested in you know i call it ecosystem checks you know so so like you know we've invested in in founders that i've known and you know knew that they're very skilled and so second time founders you know like we invested in cred uh, with kunal you know we invested with jupiter with jitain and all of that right so we kind of knew i mean i i knew these guys and when mm-hmm. they said they're starting a business with this valuation i was like dude how are you raising money at this much valuation or you know without yeah. uh, you know i want to be in this party types and you know and uh, so we put in uh, some checks there which have all you know performed phenomenally as well i mean last 4 5 years you couldn't have gone wrong right as in in india angel investing yeah. um, so uh, and the third thing that we're doing is 
so we've uh, you know we've decided to give back you know whatever most of the wealth that is generated from the business through the foundation you know we call it so we're calling it rain matter climate so this is something uh, that uh, that we are taking more seriously now which is you know trying to support for profits and not for profits working around climate change creation of livelihood etc and this is outside core competency right as in because when i meet startups who are kind of you know like uh, building around this uh, climate uh, tech startups or so i mean i have no clue why i should be investing yeah. so uh, so what i'm doing there is uh, i i reach out to friends who have core competency in that space mm-hmm. i get them to interact with this uh, you know uh, startup yeah. and then i am doing it based on my friend's gut and not really based on my gut you know so yeah. uh it's very tough and you know, i don't even understand how people manage to pick up businesses to invest in which they don't understand you know i mean uh, i think over time we will we'll figure this out yeah. uh, but but uh, through rain matter climate i think now we've uh, we've done like i think almost 8 to 10 investments um, uh, again in that 2 to 10 15 crore kind of range and mm-hmm. um, um uh but it's still learning phase for me in that space you know i, mean, I, I still i still don't have a gut of sorts you know, so. yeah yeah uh you know nathan maybe it, it could be a little hard uh, but let's say if you want to pick two to three traits in a founder that you just love it just triggers you yeah so the thing is I, i'm i i know the way i look at it i don't know if everyone can look at it right yeah. i'm you know i actually go into every investment saying this is right off right so so for me you know all the startup investments that we've done is for impact and and not really with the roi of sorts no so so but if i'm looking at a public stock and we're trading it you know then we are completely you know like you know what are those five ten things that that needs to you know there needs to be a tick mark of sorts because it's about impact you know you're essentially one betting on the founder so you know if you if you easy chasing impact or easy chasing you know like yeah. valuation and quick bucks and all of that you know i mean we've done investments where the founders also have evolved over time you know so the, you know the first time when we met you know it was more impact and then you know by the, by the fourth round it's it's you know like uh, the professional investors have changed the focus from impact to maybe you know trying to you know mm-hmm. kind of uh, uh, do whatever it takes to get higher valuation but uh, but at least i think uh, when starting off for me the most important thing is that is is interacting with the founder and seeing if he firstly has common sense and um, and if he's not overselling because you know folks who tend to oversell you know it's, it's hard to, you know it's hard to you know uh, like suddenly you know if someone says you know what i am going after a 100 billion dollar opportunity you know and and the startup is still not you know it's a first pitch deck of the startup and someone says i'm building for 100 billion dollars or i'll change india and you know the world mm-hmm. it, it just you know it's just a like you know one of those warning signals of sorts you know i mean there's nothing wrong i mean you can you can be very ambitious in life etc but personally for me you know i i i kind of like people who undersell understated and you know and and um, i mean of course like i i i personally believe that you can't really put these large targets in your life as in you have to do you know whatever you do well and you know whatever you, outcome has to happen will happen if it has to happen and this whole chasing outcomes is something you know that i personally don't like so 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 that um, i think our team also now has somehow been wired like that you know like you know mm-hmm. and so we end up investing into uh, people who are you know who are not just you know like overselling etc i mean some yeah so so there are two three check marks 
one is the impact angle saying you know how much can it help uh, the country or the planet or whatever right as an or you know yeah. does it help people do better with their money etc two is uh, if, uh, if the founders are uh, whatever uh, good and common sense etc and three is is their tech skills right i mean in, in today's world i mean almost every product requires like a good technology team or a good cto or a good co-founder who understands technology so so these three uh, things are, are kind of paramount you know so i, I don't think you can really outsource any product in today's world and build a good build a good business now, i mean i think everyone has to build everything out of sorts so which means the 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 skill sets of the technology team is is also very important sorts yeah and then you've been investing uh, for some time now and uh, over the years what's something that you know now you wish you had known earlier i mean i and see the thing is one is you forgot to look at outcomes uh i think i should should have invested more <laughs> so you know because some of these uh, outcomes have just been ridiculous as in like it it you know it is a proper bull market right as in there is no two ways about it i mean i know there's a bubble you know one of these years it'll pop and you know all these notional valuation will disappear but standing today where we are standing uh, and given the fact that we had more money to invest i think we should invest it more yeah right? uh, and uh, that is uh, that's one thing uh, uh, second thing is um, uh, actually you know this i mean i don't think you know going back i, I would have changed anything else you know apart from investing more money investing more yeah. uh, seems like you were seeing good deals uh and that of course comes from the brand uh and then you know what are your biggest wins and also what are your biggest misses and what did you learn from those misses yeah i mean see misses almost every crypto exchange in this country you know came to us for investment you know <laughs> and you know so and that's what three bill three or four million dollars uh, <laughs> in combined value <laughs> yeah no but Uh, but you know right the stance for me right from the start was you know we are a regulated business and anything that's regulatory gray i won't you know i won't be even you know 15 feet away from it, from it types you know so like even to the extent that even for a trial transaction in my personal account or any of the core team members account we have not bought a crypto in, a, in those accounts so we said yeah. now let's just stay as far away as possible but financially i think those investments would have done really well because these were all like you know seed round and you know <laughs> very early in this businesses and uh, and some of them were even offering me stakes without uh, any investment you know <laughs> like they said you no know, advisory stake and all that bullshit no? so uh, one's uh, so but but yeah but but i think that original idea of staying away because it's regulatory gray has has been the right thing to do right because otherwise i don't know where i would have gotten pulled into or now because the you know the way that it's trending it doesn't seem like the pain is over right as in in terms of regulatory conflict you know so uh, so uh, that so uh, so even today you know even even not just crypto but even you know there are these um, what do you call this uh, like betting plat spread betting platforms you know like it's it's again very regulatory dark gray almost you know so uh, you know some of these guys or you know there are platforms which are building uh, prediction kind of you know yeah. what do you call prediction prediction markets or outcome prediction uh, prediction outcome markets or yeah. whatever they call it yeah. so like uh, so all of these you know i mean uh, we we've kind of stayed away uh, so which uh, uh, which potentially would uh, you know i mean 
they were all very good roi in terms of uh, you know return on investment but uh, the right call of sorts um the the good uh, ones have i think i i'm i'm really excited about small keys yeah i'm really excited about what we do with sensible or with streak and with learn app you know i mean these are very for uh, very close to my heart because it's kind of solving for problems of traders and investors and also actually quicko you know quicko is you know helping people do income tax returns better for especially for traders so i think i think yeah these this four five uh, because of the impact on the ecosystem because uh, small case today has all these advisors uh, you know like small case is made for advisors to very easily kind of go and cater to customers because i personally believe that in india uh the longer term larger problem to solve is you need to create an advisory ecosystem because uh, most most of us don't have access to uh, most most indians haven't learned finance in school and college so yeah. so they need help uh, figuring what to do with the money you know so uh, and i believe while education can play a small part but i think people when it comes to money want to talk to someone yeah. uh, right uh, they won't just like you know, look at a push notification and decide or you know mm-hmm. uh, so so that is like a big you know like play in my head and i think because small case is kind of going after that and um, um is that's also very exciting for me of sorts <laughs> got it uh, no and and these uh, business models are very sticky uh, you know these uh, prediction markets or prediction opinion and all that it's just so fascinating like it it could be you know uh, like a attention gatherer and uh, nitin full switch gears here how do you how do you make tough decisions like what's your framework right um see with investing i go in in my head as it's a write off right. right so so i've already kind of made peace yeah. with uh with that uh you know you, so you've already made your decision easier <laughs> <laughs> you know so so it doesn't you know so i've never really been put in a really tough spot uh, especially when it comes to you know uh, uh investing in startups uh, uh and uh, i mean and that framework is is you know i i've blown up twice in my life i used to trade the markets actively and yeah. uh, and i blew up twice and uh, my learning was to be you know was that you know the the right way to remain rational is if you know your max loss right so uh so you know and and when you're rational you know a lot of tough decisions otherwise uh, doesn't seem as tough anymore Mm-hmm. right so uh, so yeah so it investing there hasn't really been anything like a tough decision to take as in um uh, you know in my head i also have a certain percentage of my net worth or the yeah. business's net worth we will bet on startups you know so yeah. right? and so it's not going to exceed that as in so if if uh, you know there is x rupees in the bank i'm going to i'm okay taking risk with this because i understand that startups you know like like right now it's a bull market and it's you know the valuation is quite high but it could all be zero in like 2 years 3 years from now you know so i kind of understand that so uh, and uh, so it's important that you you take risk only with money that you can afford to lose so you know which is really i think um, the fundamental framework of sorts and that learning has been from and you know, after trading the markets and i think the angel investing i've been seeing you know a lot of my friends as well becoming extremely aggressive and i keep telling them Dude, you know you cannot look at the last 2 3 years and assume that you know the future is going to be like this you know it's mm-hmm. it, it's not going to be this easy uh, you know investing in a in a in a company which doesn't have uh, 
you know like a product or you know which is not sustainable uh, and, and somehow make money on this in the long run so uh, so yeah so i think i think that's really the the fundamental uh, framework of sorts all right and the context uh, could be outside of investing what's something that you have recently changed your mind on and why mm uh so i think so uh, like i not not in terms of investing again but but generally uh, i when we started zeroda for a long time we thought we want to be only a platform right as in we will offer the best tools and utilities we will offer education and and customers will come and do whatever they want right but uh, it kind of you know you're kind of washing away Uh, you know all your responsibility by saying that right as in saying that i'm a platform whatever be, whatever happens on the platform is is a customer's choice yeah uh, that's how we were for a long period of time and then as we got bigger and as we kind of started realizing that when people make mistakes on our platform it kind of affects them you know personally you know professionally etc we kind of realized that you know we cannot just take this whole high moral ground saying you know whatever happens happens you know, like i think large platforms have to take more responsibility for what happens to the users on the platform and and that has been like a big uh, change in how we are thinking as well over the last two years right as in so we are saying that if people are making see the thing is in the in in, in trading and investing it's very tough to tell someone what are these five or six things to do in life to make money right but it's very easy to say what are these five or six things to avoid so you don't lose money right i mean the idea is to avoid Uh, idea is to you know find ways to make people do lesser mistakes which in- automatically increases the odds of them making more money right doesn't because it's it's you know everyone who comes and says you know i i have this strategy that makes money forever and that's all bullshit right doesn't there is there is uh, there is nothing there is no five things that you can do in life that will help you suddenly become rich you know i mean i know there are a lot of books written about you know how to do all of this but uh you know like luck right place right time i mean all of these things are very important but but four or five things you know very fundamental things not to do is something that we are trying to now introduce within the platform in different way. we call it as nudge the platform it's just like a user experience layer on top of the trading app uh the first nudge we had was around you know like when someone is trying to buy a penny stock on our platform we scare the shit out of the customer now right we say because a lot of people what I, what we realize is a lot of our users who came to the market thought that a stock at 5 rupees is cheaper than a stock at 500 rupees right because you know while yes 5 is less than 500 but but how cheap or expensive a company is is based on the fundamentals of the company right and not really based on the value of the company uh, you know a stock at 5 rupees could be 100 times more expensive than a stock at 5 500 rupees i mean right which is not very intuitive for most users and so uh, so we started nudging and uh, uh so uh that that like i i had i hadn't thought of this for the first 8 or 9 years of the business you know for the first 8 or 9 years of the business i said we'll build a great app great platform and we'll let users do what they want uh but uh but we've now changed the direction on it completely i mean the idea is not to be paternalistic you know idea is not to say you know i will tell you what to do the idea is to uh kind of just be that nudge and and give an option to hop over it you know in the sense you know the user can always override the nudge if if they want it's almost like you know think of you know i keep giving this example you know think of a guy who earns 50000 rupees goes on mm-hmm. say amazon and tries to buy an iphone for 2 lakh rupees today if you don't have the money you know amazon will say dude or any other platform will say why don't you borrow right there is you can get it at say 10000 rupees emi right but 
but the platform is really doing wrong to the customer to the user right ideally the platform should say dude if you are earning 550000 rupees you shouldn't be buying a 2 lakh rupee phone you know what are you smoking right as in so <laughs> if, you know, so uh so yeah so it is uh, it's it's i mean it's very tough for a for a company which has investors to do things like that right because you know at the end of the day the company and the founding teams the primary responsibility is towards their investors right as in uh, especially once you become a public limited company etc you know and you're chasing these quarterly targets all the time uh, it's is really tough to ever prioritize what is right for the user and say you know i'll do what is right for the user more than what is right for the business you know it it's it's very tough you know only people can do it at early stage you know as a startup uh and you know once startup starts getting scaled and investor come on board different types of investors it's very hard to be like that and uh so we are in that whole privileged position of not having to answer investors or where you know, where we are saying uh which allows us to do something like this and we are hoping that we can peer pressure our you know, competition to you know eventually end up doing this because now if a leading player is doing this you know competition can't really stay away from doing it so you know if if we have one player like us in every sector yeah we are pressuring others to change yeah, uh, yeah. <clears throat> i think it's 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 it's, it's a de- decent kind of outcome kind of yeah yeah and uh, nitin look you're you're highly successful you you know you're one of the best at what you do you're a billionaire and in fact i tell uh, you know people around me i would call you uh, cristiano ronaldo of indian tech ecosystem uh, a good looking guy best at what he does and you know got everything like when you're like you've succeeded a lot of things like what's something that you're so obsessed about right now like in like you know maybe the last month or last week or today like you just keep on thinking about no i mean this this nudge what i said the platform i i can't sleep <laughs> so because of that you know so i i take keep taking notes uh, because the thing is that penny stock nudge that we launched right yeah. uh, we reduced our penny stock trading volumes as a percentage of our equity volumes reduced by 75% and right? mm-hmm. because until then i didn't believe that a nudge like this can really you know actually create some impact you know? i mean yeah. because right but the, but the thing would be realize is you know on a trading app or any other you know on a mobile app you know that when you are spending those 3 or 4 seconds placing an order you have you know the app has really undivided attention from you right doesn't like you're not thinking of anything else right mm-hmm. and and those 3 or 4 seconds is is really you know enough time to educate someone on on right habits you know so uh, so that's something that you know i'm i'm really thinking of uh, on the on the personal side you know i i i uh, i've been trying hard to get to my body fat below 15% and uh, and i uh, i love my sweets and i love my you know wines and etc so you know all the dieting you know from monday to friday goes for a toss over the weekend so personally there are two chases you know which is uh, for both my wives i need to find something which is healthier so we've been trying to support uh, startups which are you know kind of making healthier sweets chocolates especially yeah, the whole truth <laughs> old truth and there's actually another one called ditch the guilt it's it's actually quite nice you know the chocolates uh, yeah uh, so like a 60 or 70 gram chocolate is like 180 calories uh, so i can you know nibble on it for like a day and a half so which is you know <laughs> you know i'm kind of set on that now you know i've been 
chasing down saying you know is there a you know is there a healthier beer you know i mean <laughs> someone in the us has apparently made this protein beer and i've been wanting protein to go beer to wow <laughs> all we need is protein wine now <laughs> and then game over <laughs> <laughs> yeah so yeah so i mean but but uh, it kind of uh, so yeah so you know even plant based meats Yeah. lab grown meat you know so uh, i mean the, this is something you know, that's that's having a lot of health, health is your obsessed about lately no, i mean yeah it, the idea is again the i think indians need easier options to stay healthier right yeah. because it's almost impossible like you know like for the thing is if you don't have any option to stay healthy, you know if, if say you're in the airport in bangalore today what mm-hmm. do you consume as in like Yeah. Uh, if you if you want that healthy choice as in like i mean there used to be a salad bar and there's no salad bar now as well i'm mean, i'm like dude you know like if you don't give any options to users uh you know how will users make healthy options right so so i think i think um i mean this is again you know for impact and uh, uh you know like we've been trying quite hard even within the business trying to nudge people to think about health because at the end of the day whatever money you make in life if you if you're not going to enjoy it uh, what's what's really the point you know so and you can't enjoy it if you're not healthy so um so that 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 because you know generally it's been very uh, i've been very passionate about you know like health and fitness you know from when i was young i mean i've had you know i've had great problems controlling my you know like my sweet tooth and my you know my especially with my food etc but uh, but generally you know in terms of health and fitness i've been So yeah, so today it's that's also taking quite a bit of my mind share, you know, and uh, especially with all the scientific developments that are happening, happening of sorts. And uh, how do you like tennis? Yeah, I mean tennis is one sport I haven't played in my life. Uh, I, I don't know, I don't know, never had the opportunity. I think uh, from when I started, you know, working, I haven't really had time to go pursue like this new. Uh, uh like because tennis requires some effort right as in you need to go find a like a court and then you need uh, a partner and etc so i i've been playing basketball throughout my life um, you know uh, in the office we play soccer uh, football every 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 sunday and every wednesday um my wife is a fitness freak so i i end up getting up quite early every day and and working out but yeah but my issue is really with food you know i mean i, I you know like i can i can diet monday to friday as long as work's happening but saturday morning you know i get up and <laughs> like craving is coming so for tennis all you need is a good coach uh, nitin uh, i got you my man uh, if i'm in bangalore i mean of course i'm going to be in bangalore i'll ping you Uh, yeah, sure, sure, sure. And uh, and then of course you know we all know you uh, because of zero the tech entrepreneur. What do your friends know you for? Who are you outside of work? Yeah, no, I mean, see the thing is, um, I I was with some of my school friends last Sunday, and I I I really I really don't have a social life, you know. And it's not like I don't I'm missing it, you know. So I kind yeah. of stay. What are you doing? What are you doing? Yeah, yeah. So I. uh i uh, the the friends i'm really close with and i spend time is one is my school friends uh, you know there's a gang of friends and we end up doing a holiday together every year i worked in a call center for 3 4 years uh between 2001 and 2005 so there is one group of friends there you know who, who are like friends for life types you know and and outside there's the core team of zerodha we're like five six of us with our families and you know we we holiday at least 10 15 days a year mm-hmm. so outside this i really have Almost zero social life, so I, I stay away from all the 
Uh, I mean, I am active so on social media today because I kind of realized that I wasn't active till 2019, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, because until then I spent a lot of my time trying to influence uh, journalists of sorts. You know, so I spent yeah. a lot of time interacting with journalists, and until yeah. I realized people have stopped reading newspapers and <laughs> watching TV, and you know, you have to build your own brand and etc. So I, I got on Twitter and LinkedIn and mm-hmm. all of that. uh so yeah it it might seem on social media like i'm very social but you know in reality i'm very not social you know i i i go play basketball with this 18 19 year old kids and, uh-huh. and you know so it's it's stuff like that yeah yeah and seems like you know uh work has become a life to you and and that's the life you enjoy the most no i i have a lot of hobbies you know like my yeah. son plays the drums i play a little bit of guitar so you know like i i try at least giving 20 minutes 30 minutes a day for that i um allow magic allow poker mm-hmm. allow so we have a game in the office you know where where you know like a bunch of us sit and play poker um i um Yeah, I mean, my son's, you know, is is seven years old, and he suddenly started making sense. So you know, I can actually <laughs> talk. <and converse>. <laughs> <laughs> so, Did he trade yet? <laughs> no, I, I don't think I don't. I, don't, I wouldn't want him to trade. Because the issue with trading is, you know, it, it, you know, like like both Nikhil and I keep talking about it. You know, it, it somehow yeah. it creates an illusion that making money is easy. And uh, which it isn't. You know, I mean, I, you know, both of us have learned the very hard way of saying that. You know. the only easy thing about trading is opening a trading account you know i mean nothing else is easy you know so uh so you know i i wouldn't want him to you know kind of trade early in life i think i think it's important to go through you know your yeah. struggles and etc yeah <clears throat> love it love it nitin uh man i had so much fun thank you so much uh for you know making the time to come on the podcast and really you know walk us through your in- investing journey and uh you know the genesis of uh, rain matter and and who also like who are you you know outside of work how you make difficult decision and all that stuff it was it was a lot of a lot of fun hey thanks thanks sure thanks for having me on this <laughs>